Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Nedwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a special guest that actually was, has been on a previous Inspiration Show and I'm checking in with her after um, we, we, we introduced you to the Thousand Goddesses movement. Um, so we're going to check in on, as to what happened with that and where we're going as a result of uh, the different changes that are happening on the planet right now. Uh, but before I introduce uh, my special guest, I just want to remind you that after the show is over, uh, if you click the link below this video, if you're watching this on Facebook Live or on, on our YouTube channel, make sure you click the link to uh, take up my 30-second quiz so we can see what's holding you back from success. So please help me reintroduce my special guest, Mayor Cromwell. How are you, Mayor? <laughs> I am really good. Really good, Natalie. It's such a treat to be here again. Thank you. It is always a treat to chat to you and to and to be in your energy, which is, you know, which is oh, quite fun. <laughs> now, um, for those people who didn't see the last show that we that we did together, can you give, uh, give our viewers just a little bit of a background of, um, I mean, it is quite extensive, but a background of what it is that, you know, that you do and, and the work that you are helping the planet with right now? Well, um, thank you. Uh, I am a mystic, a Gaia mystic. Uh, I've been studying with Native American teachers for more than 21 years. Uh, one elder told me, very gifted elder, told, he calls me the voice of Earth Mother. Another elder said that my work with Mother Gaia is in the prophecies. So last time we spoke, we spoke mostly about the thousand goddesses gathering and you were saying movement then and that was scaring me. <laughs> but it is actually becoming a movement. It's kind of amazing. So you have a lot of premonition there. Good for you. Uh, so yeah, um, I have surrendered to serve our planet and this is not a very normal life <laughs> whatever normal means <laughs> so my second and third book are actually conversations with mother Gaia a lot of people have no idea she actually exists as a powerful spiritual being I, those two books were her idea not mine I was diagnosed with lymphoma um, just four days before a ceremony with a gifted Algonquin man and in that ceremony Earth Mother, Mother Gaia's energy was brought into my energy body and she started talking to me like you and I are talking right now and she hasn't stopped basically and so she said to me if you surrender to me at the level I asked you to surrender I will help you heal from lymphoma without working with the doctors which is exactly what happened and I, I tried to find a new doctor because I didn't have one at the time I was diagnosed and like all the computers in our office fritzed out when I was there. I said, does this normally happen? She goes, no, this never happens. I went, oh, okay. Needless to say, I didn't work with her. So, so last time you and I spoke, uh, it was three days after, um, four days after mother woke me up at five in the morning and said she wanted me to organize a thousand goddesses gathering in DC on the Washington Mall, which we did. We did it, and you were helpful. You you helped to promote it with social media. Thank you. And um, and that event is based on the Tibetan myth that when a thousand goddesses or Taras unite, it will bring compassion or the divine feminine back into the earth. And uh, feel free to ask me any questions because I could just roll on for at least five hours here. <laughs> no, well, that was the thing. I mean, I think that uh, with the gathering, uh, what was the intention of the gathering? You know, the intention of the gathering. I, I didn't even really know other than mother wanted it. I knew it, it needed to be ceremony. So I asked an extraordinarily gifted high priestess to lead a ceremony. Uh, and it took a couple hours to do. We had amazing women drummers. 
And we apparently, according to some really gifted light workers, brought in a massive amount of healing energy into DC because of the power of the ceremony that we did. So this is not the women's march. It's mm -hmm. to complement it. <clears throat> it's to actually call on the spiritual planes and to raise ourselves to our highest divine centers and, and invoke uh, spiritual beings serving the highest good to support what's going on on the planet right now. And here's the, here's the interesting thing, and a lot of people are, are probably not going to agree with me, but what happened, this was two weeks before the elections, and what happened was the person who landed in the White House landed in the White House. Now, a lot of people are really upset about that, but everything I hear from Mother Gaia is that this is exactly the way it's meant to be. He was meant to land in the White House to wake people up, to rattle the cages, because there's a new world coming in. And uh, he's the epitome of the wounded masculine that's been in charge for so many centuries within our Western culture. And so that ugliness needs to heal. And so he's, put, he's right in front of our face with it. And uh, so my work with Mother is to continue to bring these healing energies in because, and I have visions of this new world coming in. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be so much more balanced and sustainable and positive. And, you know, you and I talked about this last time. No homeless. Mm -hmm. There will be no place for homeless because the compassion that we will have will be so huge, all of us. And the way we take care of each other will be so different from the individualistic society that we live in now. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I, I mean, I also, I mean, I'm Australian, so I'm a little bit outside of the, the political system here. So I've been more of an observer of everything that's going on. Um, and in my observation, I find that it's uh, the, that, um, you know, that he himself has just been a catalyst because a lot of people, we, we were asleep, you know, indifferent, apathetic nothing we can do, it's just the system. But now there seems to be a lot of people waking up and going, okay, well, the system itself is broken, you know, this, and it's really shine, shine a light on how it can be um, manipulated and, and so forth. And so it's really helping people to, to try and look for a different system, which I think is something that we really need to move into. From, what, from all accounts that I've heard, you know, the, the current system, you know, economically, um, you know, politically, uh, the, the way that we take all the resources from the planet, uh, we can't sustain this for much longer, you know. No, and try to imagine it from the perspective of our planet, our planetary caretaker and everything that's been done to her and continue, is continuing to happen. I mean, fracking is absolutely insane. Just one example. So, so you know, so Natalie, I'm a light worker. Um, I really don't know what to call myself. I, I'm an author. I have a healing practice. People are really, it's really humbling what's going on in my life when people come in for healing work. Uh, but I have been asked, and this is soul contract work, to help bring this new world in. And within the Great Mother Bible, and actually the other book that's in both of them, it was told how to be in both of them, are, are Earth Mother's 13 love directives. And first she said, you know, I want you to write my commandments. And I'm like, whoa that when I was writing that. So we need to bring balance, sacred balance between the masculine and the feminine and rise it up to sacred balance between the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And as I was just mentioning before we start recording, Mother's been asking me to do workshops for men on the divine masculine because they're really out in left field and feeling really out of sorts. Like where, where are the groups for them? How can they fit in with all the goddess groups that are forming? 
And so not only is mother asking me to focus on the thousand goddesses gatherings and when now she wants me to create a global grid of goddesses groups all over the planet linking up so that we can be a spiritual grid of light workers. She's like, you need to help the men. So in all of these gatherings, it is encouraged, not required, but encouraged that men be there representing their divine masculine selves because that's the energy we need to bring this new world forth. Yeah, no, I, I've always seen it as we, we need to be together. You know, it's not like we women need to take over. It's definitely not that at all. We, you know, there is a reason that there is male and female. We do complement each other and we need to work together to, towards that. So I actually have the Great Mother Bible. Thank you for sending that, that to me. Um, so let's say that someone's just watching the show right now. Um, what is something practically they could do, you know, after they finish watching the, the show that um, can help us, you know, bring in this, you know, or, you know, this new view of, of where it is that we're heading on the planet? Well, I guess, first of all, I mean, go get my books, please. Yeah. You know, get your library. Ask your library to carry them if you don't have the money to buy them. So then you, people in your community can read them too. Uh, heal yourself. And what I say by what I mean by that is do your inner work. Learn about your wounded inner child and heal it. Come to love it. Um, there's so much shadow action afoot in our society, and this is what keeps on spinning out into craziness, like AK-47s being purchased and being used to kill groups of people in schools or wherever, bars. You know, we have such woundedness in our hearts. Uh, it's just really sad. And so focus on your inner work and go connect with our sacred planet, walk barefoot outside, hug a tree. Know that tree is very aware of you hugging it. And if you talk to the tree, even if you can't hear it, that tree is responding. I mean, I'm also a plant communicator. Stones talk to me. Everything talks to me now. I mean, my furniture practically talks to me. I, mean, I can hear a bird talking to you right now. <laughs> I know. Isn't that great? It's a cardinal outside. But seriously, everything around us is so alive and full of consciousness, and yet our society has numbed us. And everyone has the capacity to wake up. But I would say step number one, if you can't afford a book, ask your library to carry it. You can go to my website, which I think will be at the bottom of this page. Yeah. But, um, but love yourself. Love yourself. That is one of the biggest things. And love mother and father. I believe in father too. Don't get me wrong. Great father, great mother. It's a great team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raw team. <laughs> But we all are here. We, we chose to be born here at this time. If people are feeling overwhelmed and like, oh my God, this is an insane world, know that you chose to be here. And you can either tune out and numb out, or you can join in and be a part of this amazing birthing. And yes, the old world is crumbling. It needs to. It's really time. I mean, this is the age of Aquarius. There's prophecies. I mean, there's just so many things I could go into, but that would be a six-hour interview. Um, so I think that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> well, uh, the Great Mother Bible. I know you can get that through Amazon. Or we can, what is your website so that we can send people to? It's www.maricromwell.com, M-A-R-E-Cromwell.com. The book just before that with Mother is called Messages from Mother, Earth Mother. I should have sent you that one too, my bad. <laughs> and my book prior to that, they're all multi-award winning books, is If I Gave You God's Phone Number, Searching for Spirituality in America, which I... I did in my 30s and early 40s for seven years, I interviewed people and asked each person the question, if I gave you God's phone number, what would you do with it? 
So I've kind of been on this mystical, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, path for a while. So what an interesting question. So what were some of the answers that you got from that question? Now, Natalie, we could talk for a long time here. <laughs> Just pick one or two for me. All right. So I actually interviewed a death row inmate. Right. In the Supermax facility in Baltimore. Um, uh, I, I interviewed children, elderly. People, people each have their own very unique relationship with the divine. And there are a lot of people who don't believe because of some wounding experience that they experienced in organized religion. Yeah. And then there are people who really do have God's phone number. They really have God's phone number. I could tell as soon as they started talking, the energy shifted. It was like God started tuning in or the divine or whatever word, goddess, whatever word you want to use, Allah. Uh, but um, yeah, that was a really fun seven-year project. The interviews were great, really great. Yeah, because it's interesting. Like, I mean, if you gave me God's phone number right now, um, I don't know. I don't know if I would have a question. It's like I kind of understand that everything's happening in divine timing, exactly the way it's meant to. You know, <laughs> we are, and I think we're in a very exciting time on the planet right now, because more and more people are looking to um, looking to take action, are looking to expand, are looking to know more, and are seeking out this information. Um, and you know, for every uh, act of violence um, or ter terrorism uh, that you know is is shoved down our throats from the media, you can find way more than that in the kindness and the compassion and the empathy that humans have for each other. Like even from the bad situations that happen, you know, straight after that, I, I never look at that, but I just look at how humanity rises a, as a result of that one small event. Um, so it's I don't know. I think it's just an incredible time. Yeah, it is. It is. Can I just add one more thing really quickly? The Christ consciousness. I'm not talking about the Christ that the real fundamentalists talk about, but the Christ consciousness coming in right now, and we all are being invited to embody. You can call it Krishna conscious, Buddha conscious, but this is part of the new world coming in, is the invitation for all of us to embody that and then sink those beautiful sacred energies into the heart of Earth Mother. Huge. Yeah. Beneath us. Thank you. And even the, with, uh, you know, I, I sometimes watch Super Soul Sunday and some, I saw an um, interview with uh, Oprah the other day and um, it was a, a Jesuit priest, I think was the person. I can't remember what this guy's name was. Um, but, uh, and, and, I, and that's right, she did the best of. So, you know, she does the five questions at the end. And um, someone, she asked someone, you know, what is the, your definition of God? Mm -hmm. uh, and this person said, I don't see God as religious or God has never been religious. You know, God has been God. You know, and then, you know, then man came up with this idea of, you know, how to worship God or how to, you know, be in favour with God. Um, but they said, but God really wasn't, isn't really a religious religious being. Um, but I'm seeing that more and more, that a lot of our religious leaders are now, you know, embracing that that concept um, of, you know, of, of, you know, love and compassion really being the basis, which really is the basis of a religion anyway. Yeah, and, you know, I've been studying for 21 plus years with Native Americans, and that's why they call God the great mystery. Mm -hmm. And they're, they don't, they're, it's not a religion. Their beliefs are not a religion. It's a way of life. It's like the Tao. Mm -hmm. And one of their biggest, depending on the tribe, but most of them believe, you know, it's like walk in beauty. I mean, think about it, walk in beauty. That's mm -hmm. so amazing. That's what the call is, walk in beauty. Yeah. And then when you are walking in beauty, I mean, when you, the thing is we can see beauty in everything or we can see God in everything. 
And when we can get to that point, that's when, you know, that's when we start to, our energy and our love and our compassion permeates out into everyone that we come into contact with. Yeah. Yes. I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so mayorcromwell.com is your website. Um, and from there we can, the people can get their, hold on, their hands on the book. Um, they can find out about the thousand goddesses movement. Not just the gathering, but the movement. The movement. Um, <laughs> and look, if you are watching the show today and, and you're feeling, you know, the energy of, of the conversation that we're having, I really encourage you to go to Mare's website uh, to check out all the resources and things that she has there. Because, um, you know, it could be the first step to, to really stepping into a, a really aware and loving and compassionate life. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mayor. Thank you for joining me today. It's always a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> Love you, Natalie. You're the best. Wonderful. So uh, I'll make sure that we put the link here somewhere so you can go straight through to Mayor's website. And please share the, 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 the videos. Please share this uh, interview. And you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on the page. Uh, and don't forget, after the show's over, to click that, that link to take our 30-second quiz so we can see what's holding you back from success. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon. <laughs>